Welcome to episode three of the Sinstling Show. It is currently 5.25 a.m. Uh, November 1st. Man, how time flies. Honestly, I can't even remember. Hmm, it's not a good way to phrase it. October went by so fast, like inexcusably fast. What even was that? Now it's November, and here I am with a different job. Oh, trying to figure my shit out. Sorry, I just went for a run, so if I seem a little bit out of breath. Whew, it's cold as shit out there. My hands are freezing, and uh, what else? Yeah, my nose is all stuffy from the cold wind. That's fun. Um, something's got to change, though, man, you know? I forgot what that Denzel Curry, Denzel Washington quote was, but it's something along the lines of like, if, I don't know, if you want to be someone you've never been, you got to do something you never did. So I've ran, I've, I've, you know, like acclimated to running in the morning before, but ever since I moved out here, it gets cold as balls at night. I think it was like 26 degrees this morning, the other night. It was like 19 degrees. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a little chilly out there, so I got to get myself a couple of mittens. Take that run a little bit more seriously. It was pretty good, though. It was pretty good, though. There's a lot of, like, uh, inclines, declines. Not just, like, you know, plain terrain. Sorry if I sound a little stuffy. I'm allergies, I guess. But other than that, it was a pretty good run. I'm actually feeling I'm feeling pretty good afterwards. I think I'm going to try to go take a cold shower, see what happens. I took one last night after a hot tub session. Um, I did not like it. Did not like it whatsoever. It sucked. It hurt a lot. But that's just the way it is. It's just the way of the game. Nature of the beast, as some would say. I think that's a David Goggins quote. Um, man, what was I listening to the other day? I was listening to the the latest episode of Modern Wisdom, episode seven hundred, with uh, uh, Andrew Huberman, and I really, I think I took a lot out of like the last I don't know fifteen like fifteen twenty minutes, where he was kind of just going in about you know who who he knows who he is. Like, Andrew Huberman, you know, a lot of people have, like, their opinions on him. He's a very famous figure. But at the end of the day, like, you know, he knows who he is. And I really, I resonated with that a lot. I think a lot of the times I I definitely get caught up in the opinions of others. It, uh, it's not really fun, you know. It, it, it's... It's very tough questioning who you are on a day-to-day basis by what somebody says to you, for sure. And something, you know, I I do need to make a change there. Um, Yeah, and it it just resonated with me a lot and got me thinking about, you know, where I'm at in life and kind of who, who I believe myself to be. You know, who am I? just some dude with a lot of a lot of willpower I suppose to go make myself do a couple of shitty things 
But at the end of the day, am I any different from anyone else? I think that's definitely been a struggle in my life, trying to figure out my own individuality and not get so caught up in, you know, the trends of the time uh, that we live in. It's it's really easy to kind of just, you know, base your persona off of the media that surrounds you. But it sucks when, you know, every night at the end of the day, you're just, you're sitting with your own thoughts and you just think, you know, I could have presented myself differently today. I find myself having those thoughts a lot and it is tough. It's tough because it's like, especially when you work in like a workplace full of like grown ass men, you know, I'm not like a, I'm an adult, but I'm not like a grown man, you know, and it, it's been a big struggle, like coming to terms with that, you know, just right now, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like my 12 year old self who's like, man, I just wish I could be like, you know, 20 or 21. And then all my problems will be solved. Nobody will think I'm a kid. Well, guess what? I'm 20 now. And everyone still thinks I'm a kid. And, you know, maybe, um, maybe rightfully so. I definitely do make a lot of mistakes that beget those of a child. And there's a lot of things that I could be doing differently in my life. Um, you know, other than that, last night was kind of difficult. I was calling an old friend, um, from where I used to live and, you know, we got to talk and he's, he's dealing with a couple of friends that he doesn't think he should have in his life anymore. And, you know, I don't necessarily, I don't like to give unsolicited advice, um, don't get me wrong. I mean, when, (laughs) when I do, it definitely makes me think of like those memes where it's, I don't know, like Mike O'Hearn or something. And the top caption is like giving my friend the most amazing life-changing advice. And the bottom caption is like me with a shitty life, (laughs) you know, but it's not that bad though. We, we do it to each other. (laughs) Um, you know, and it, it that also just made me think a lot too of how it kind of feels nice that I'm not like the only one who is who is struggling with um, the people that surround him. And it, it really did suck though, because bottom line, it was like, look, if these people aren't, if you're if you essentially aren't like being friends with these people, and you're just kind of like their parent, then you know, man, you don't owe them anything at all. And if if they're also not treating you like a friend, then you should just cut ties with them because that's just a it's just cancer in your life essentially. And he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Yeah, it's you know it does suck though because to come to that realization and <clears throat> to be capable of letting that go, especially when these people have been so like ingrained in your life for so long, it's it's not easy to just." Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Um and I'm struggling with that too. I mean, it it I know I know who should I have like a, an idea of who shouldn't shouldn't be in my life right now. More so who shouldn't be in my life. But 
it is still hard to let go of them because they are so ingrained with, with who I am and they've helped shape me in my early adult years, which I know people say like, you know, between the ages of like four to seven or like, you know, eight to 14 or whatever is like, like seven to 14 are your most developmental years. I do think having the, 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 like self-cognitive ability to dictate your actions and to dictate those actions as a mirror of somebody else, you know, it's, I, I still think that's very easy to do as, you know, even like a 20 year old, I think you're still as malleable as you were as like a four year old. The only difference being, I think you just, you kind of realize it, but at the same time, you kind of deny that you're capable of being like, um, what would be the word? Uh, 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 not mold, like molded, essentially. You deny the fact that you're like very easily molded by other people. And that's happened to me. And I've taken on, I've taken on a lot of the traits of the people that like surround me. And, I think partially that's why it's also so hard to let go of them because if I let go of them, you know, I'm letting go of a piece of myself and like, I know what loneliness feels like. And those nights when you're just, you know, you're stuck at home and you really want to go do something, you want to go out, you, you know, you've already had your workout for the day. You've already, you've eaten clean all day. You've eaten clean all week you've been on the fucking straight and narrow the, the entire time and you just want to go out and do something you know i think of myself as kind of mostly an introvert in a way i don't necessarily find it difficult to talk to people but i do feel the pushback but there's a lot of the times where i find myself really wanting to go out and do something and you know i'll, I'll hit up the couple of friends i do have and they're like i don't want to go do anything don't get me wrong, it's it's not impossible for me to go out and just kind of have some fun on my own. But I do wish for a little bit more in terms of like a social connection. And, <clears throat> you know, it's just, it's a little difficult. It's a little hard trying to do that. And, you know, when nobody's available and you got nothing to do, you're kind of feeling, you're not feeling anxious, but you're feeling like really antsy to go do something. It hurts. Like it hurts the psyche. Cause it just, it makes you think about how you're so alone. And, you know, I think the next time, cause honestly this, this happened to me last night and it wasn't so much that I was, I, I know I did have like the same idea. I, I want to go out and do something. And instead of doing that, I, uh, I went to the grocery store for some kind of social connection. And then I ended up going to Walmart because, I don't know, <clears throat> maybe there's more people. And it, it kind of felt good in a way. But at the same time, I think it was mostly just a distraction from my problems. Um, you know, and then I, I come home. I watched some porn because, you know, it made me feel better about the moment. And... Yeah, that was that. And, but then, you know, I, 
hopped in the hot tub for like like 20 or 30 minutes at 103 degrees and it felt pretty good I definitely you know I'm ever since wrestling and like MMA and trying to cut so much weight I've become very averse to the heat I don't really like it that much um I much prefer the cold uh, like I love, I love taking ice baths and just like hanging out in there for you know ten to twelve minutes. Um, but I definitely, I, I made myself you know stick it out in the hot tub, and I was just thinking, no music, just letting my thoughts come to fruition. Uh, practiced a little bit of breathing, and then I got out, took a cold shower, and that fucking. Yeah, man, that you take a thirty-minute hot tub session, and you take a cold shower right after. Especially in this cold-ass weather. Whew. Yeah, it'll get you a little bit. But I felt a lot better afterwards. Um, I think the most, you know, important thing right now about breaking bad habits, for me at least, is kind of... Uh, suppre- not suppressing, but letting go of, like, the shame that I feel behind them. I forgot who I was watching, but it was some psychology YouTube video, but, uh, you know, kind of like the cycle of these types of bad habits is that, you know, you're fine, you do it, and you feel like, you feel that dopamine spike, but you also feel that spike of shame, and, you know, when you pair those two feelings together, they kind of, like, reinforce each other. I... I am paraphrasing deeply, but that was just something along the lines of what it was. And I think right now I'm just, I I just want to let go of the shame that I feel around, you know, performing these bad habits. Um, and I guess part of part of that journey would just be to stop calling them bad habits because then, you know it's it's you're giving a label to something and not that it's even really just good or bad you know i think that's in james clear books where or james clear's book atomic habits where he says there is no good or bad habits it's just they're all it's like habits that are benefiting you and then habits that are just not benefiting you but aren't even necessarily harming you um so letting go of shame is a big a big thing for me right now. And also just, you know, like like cementing who like my values and whatnot is another big thing. Because for so long I've I've kind of gone through life with like a sense of my values and what I believe is right and wrong, but I've never had a concrete like these are my fucking Ten Commandments, man. And I'm starting to I'm starting to work that in. And it's that that is a a whole different struggle. Uh let me tell you. Cause it's like you try to live by a certain way and it kinda goes hand in hand with like that that peer pre not peer pressure, but just living up to other people's expectations and you know, letting other people define who you are makes having concrete values difficult because you try to live by them and 
you get so caught up in other people that you kind of forget about them. And then you, you know, here and there you end up, you end up breaking one or two of them. And man, that, that, that's a different level of like, like pain in a way. Um, especially for me, cause it's like, I can tell myself to go wake up at five in the morning and go for a run in like 26 degree weather, you know, and keep myself going for at least like, you know, 10 minutes until the, the, the cold just destroys my nose. Um, but just sticking to who I want to be has, has definitely been a real struggle and, you know, it's something I'm working on and it's something I, I, I think I'm going to be working on for the rest of my life, to be honest. Because, you know, people are always changing. We're always changing. You know, they say every seven, I think it's like seven years or something, your body is comprised of completely all new cells. And theoretically speaking, you're like a totally different human being than you were seven years prior. So I think... Seven fourteen. Oh wow! I think yeah. Next year, if I compare myself to my fourteen-year-old self, completely different human being. <laughs> so, you know, um, that's just where I'm at. Uh, to whoever's listening to this, if you're listening to it in the morning when it gets posted, or if you're listening to it at night, or whenever, you know, I just hope you have a great rest of your day, a great night. Um, this has been Christian Sinstaline with the Sinstaline show. And I hope you guys do well later. <laughs>